0: SPS Radio. In this bulletin, a man who died in Path Akiah prison believed to be the fifth indigenous death in custody this year. Speculation mounts as the coalition prepares to roll out tomorrow night's federal budget. And Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says he's willing to accept Russian security guarantees, including a nuclear-free status for Ukraine, provided he meets with Vladimir Putin first. A Path prisoner who died on Friday is believed to be the first indigenous death in custody in Australia this year. Western Australia's Department of Justice said the death of the 22-year-old man was not suspicious with police to prepare a report for the state's coroner. There have been at least 500 Indigenous deaths in custody since the 1991 Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths in Custody. In a statement on Saturday morning, authorities said the man was found in his cell at Hakia Prison at about 7.20pm on Friday night. Prison officers and medical staff tried to resuscitate him before paramedics arrived and continued first aid while transporting him to hospital thousands of years of sacred aboriginal history could be destroyed to make way for a 4.5 billion dollar highway upgrade in new south wales the state and commonwealth governments have unveiled plans to upgrade the stretch of highway between katoomba and lithgow west of sydney to reduce travel time from about 40 to 29 minutes First Nations leaders are concerned the landscape will be irreversibly damaged as the current plans will have a direct or indirect impact on 29 Aboriginal sites, seven of which which are deemed as being of high significance. According to Transport for New South Wales' own Aboriginal Cultural Heritage Assessment report, the entire area within the project is significant to Aboriginal people, but the Department has labelled the works as being of national importance. Transport for New South Wales said it was exploring options to further mitigate cultural and environmental impacts. Traditional owners in Kakadu are celebrating the formal handback of their ancestral lands following a ceremony last week in the heart of one of Australia's most iconic national parks. More than four decades after the first land claim was lodged, the entire park is now Aboriginal-owned. Last week, hundreds gathered at Coinda, about 300 kilometres southeast of Darwin, to see history being made. Ken Wyatt, Minister for Indigenous Australians, welcomed the development. Look, it's a great sense of total achievement by everybody. And watching the elders talk about what this country means to them was really rewarding. And hearing the emotion about having their title back. It's hoped the handbag will help usher in a new age of cooperation between traditional owners and Parks Australia, who together are the joint managers for Kakadu. Traditional owners, including Geoffrey Lee, who works in the park, believe the development paves the way for better outcomes for future generations. I work in the park um, and I want to see the next generation and their generation and all the grandkids Um, work in their country. It's a long journey and a long fight, but um, finally get there. Time and patience will get you there and and finally here. Now it's going to be handed over to them and I hope they'll um, move on in the future. Scott Morrison says the women of Australia have established a new tradition and will be instrumental in delivering the federal government's $17.9 billion infrastructure pipeline. The Prime Minister says the projects will create 40,000 jobs across the country, driving Australia's unemployment rate even lower than the current 4% and that women would be key. Dozens of projects have been outlined across all states and territories as part of the government's pre-election budget, with Queensland set to reap the biggest rewards with a $3.9 billion dollar pledge. Mr Morrison says the government is well aware of increased pressure on families and small businesses. The uh, budget's on Tuesday night, Uh, that's not far away now, Um, what we recognise is the great pressure that Australian families and small businesses are under right around the country and we've designed a suite of measures to address those cost of living issues. The Prime Minister also spoke of increased tensions in the Asia-Pacific, saying that Australia had long been aware of risks across neighbouring nations, including concerns over Chinese influence. Scott Morrison will meet with his Fiji and Papua New Guinea counterparts. Following reports, Australia was warned about a security pact between the Solomon Islands and China. Solomon Islands opposition leader Matthew Wade told The Australian he raised the alarm with Australia's High Commissioner last year that discussions were taking place and that any pact could lead to a possible Chinese base in the country. But Mr Morrison says the risks posed by China and the region come as no surprise. This is an issue of concern for the region, but it, it, is, it has not come as a surprise. Uh, we have been long aware of these pressures. That's why we had the Pacific step up. That's why we doubled our effort. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says he is willing to accept Russian security guarantees, including a nuclear-free status for Ukraine. Mr Zelensky says he wanted another paper to be produced, similar to the Budapest Memorandum on Security Assurances, for more guarantees over a deal. The Ukrainian president says he needs to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin if an agreement is to be reached. We must come to an agreement with the President of the Russian Federation. And in order to reach an agreement, he needs to get out there on his own two feet and come meet with me. As I said, in any place in the world, expect pointless meetings in Belarus, Russia or Ukraine. And the meetings of our delegations emphasise that they are pointless. They are more political, pointless. These are three conflicting sides, Ukraine, Russia and Belarus today. So we met and we agreed. Our agreement is enough, with signatures, with stamps, even with blood. It is enough to start the process of withdrawing forces. The late senator, Kimberley Kitching, has been described as a woman of conviction who stood against injustice as her colleagues across the political divide paid their tributes. Senators convened for a special sitting earlier today to speak on a condolence motion after the Victorian Labour senator was laid to rest last week following her sudden death, aged 52, from a suspected heart attack earlier this month. Labor's leader in the Senate, Senator Penny Wong, says the late senator was an extraordinary woman and a patriot determined to serve her country. Senator Wong also acknowledged talks surrounding Labour's internal politics in which she herself had been mentioned following claims Ms Kitching had been bullied and shunned by those in her party prior to her death from a heart attack. Much has been said and written in the days since Senator Kitching's passing. Many are hurting and many are grieving. I understand that grief and loss can be so profound that it can provoke anger and blame. I've made my f- views very clear outside this place about some of that misplaced anger and blame. I will not return anger with anger or blame with blame. As my friend Sen- Senator Malandiri McCarthy said, sorry business is very sacred. And Senator Kimberly Kitching deserves her life and legacy to be celebrated and remembered. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has tested positive for COVID-19 and says he will isolate for the next seven days. In a statement, Mr Andrews says he developed mild symptoms including a sore throat and mild temperature before undertaking a rapid antigen test. Mr Andrews says whilst his wife and kids tested negative, they'll also isolate for the next seven days. Deputy Premier James Malino will be acting premier until Monday, the 4th of April. New South Wales paramedics will take part in industrial action from today to pressure the state government for better conditions and resources. The paramedics union says it will ban staff movements and undertake scheduled non-agent transfers as part of the action. Australian Paramedics Association New South Wales Assistant Secretary Alan O'Riordan says that the health system is in crisis and that members are at their wits and adding that the New South Wales government has refused to try to address these issues. The union wants 1,500 extra paramedics and boosted pay and held similar action in February. A man and a number of dogs have died after a ute was washed away by floodwaters in southern Queensland as large parts of the southeast brace for severe weather and potential flash floods. Authorities say the man and the animals had been in a yute with a woman when it was washed away at Kingsthorpe northwest of Toowoomba at about five o'clock this morning. Queensland Fire and Emergency Services Swift Water Rescue crews managed to rescue the woman, but the man and the dogs didn't survive. To sports, Matilda's captain Sam Kerr has scored two goals in Chelsea's 9-0 win against Leicester City to top the Women's Super League. It took only 10 minutes for Chelsea to be 4-0 up, shocking fans at the King Power Stadium. Girl Rayton and Beth England also scored twice while Annick Nguyen, Laura James and Jesse Fleming scored once With five matches left Chelsea are one point clear of Arsenal who they will play in the FA Cup semi-final next month And now having a look at the weather around the country Broome, a mostly cloudy day and the top of 33 Perth, a shower 2 and a possible storm, 28 degrees Adelaide, a mostly sunny day, 27 Melbourne, partly cloudy, 25 Hobart, showers developing, twenty degrees. Albury-Wodonga, mostly cloudy day. 27. Canberra, possible shower developing. 25. Wollongong, a shower of 223. Sydney, much the same. 25. Newcastle, similar conditions with a top of 26 degrees. Brisbane, rain at times and a possible storm. 24. Townsville, partly cloudy. 31. Cairns, partly cloudy as well. 32. Alice Springs, sunny day ahead. 33. Darwin, a shower of 233 degrees. And at Westray Islands, a rainy day the top of 28 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.